Why is it that some people seem to have all of the time in the world to do the things that they want to do, while others struggle with zero time or freedom to truly have a life? Welcome to The Unshackled Life with Aaron Young. We're here to help you take your time back and start thinking about how to work smarter and have more fun. Now, here's your host, Aaron Scott Young. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Unshackled Life. This is Aaron Young. It's so fun to be with you guys again. It's so I look forward to these Monday uh, afternoon opportunities that we have to, to talk and to and to share ideas and to bring some maybe some interesting people to you. We've certainly got that for you today. I, I want to just give you a little bit of heads up. We're, I'm coming to you, uh, like last week, I'm coming to you live from our home on the Oregon coast. So I'm remote today. I'm not in the studio. I'm, I'm remote. And um, I just got a new puppy. I've been wanting to get a, a dog of my own. Now, my, we've had family dogs. My kids have had dogs. My wife's had a dog for all these years, 30 years of marriage, we've always had dogs, but it was never my dog. And I, I was, I don't know, I guess I got to a place in my life where I wanted a dog. So I, I finally, I waited and waited and I picked up this great little Australian shepherd puppy. Her name is Scarlett. She's about eight and a half weeks old right now. And um, she's sitting at my feet. And my hope is that she will stay on uh, mute for the entire hour. She has lots of chew toys, but if you hear some noise in the background, it's just Scarlett the Wonder Pup wanting to get in on the <laughs> on the action. And um, unlike me, she's quite shackled. I've got her tied to my belt loop on my jeans, so she can't go wander too far away here in the house. Can't really trust her. So anyway, um, guys, it's great to be with you here again on the Unshackled Life. You know, the goal of the show is to just. Um, give you guys a few tips and tricks and tools that you can use to start to take intentional control of your life, to live a life that you would love, to make the money that you would love to make, to have the influence uh, that you would like to have on the world, like we're all doing here at the Influencer Channel. And um, the way you do that, as far as I've ever been able to figure out, is to find a way to come into the market in an interesting, creative way to do things not like everybody else is doing it. You know, one of my favorite uh, quotes, and it's actually from a guy who became a customer of mine years ago. He was a, a billionaire, very successful guy. And I said, and I was in my 20s and I said, okay, actually, maybe I was in my very early 30s. And I said, tell me, what's the trick to becoming really successful, to becoming unshackled, becoming wealthy like you. He said, there's three things. You might want to write these three things down. He said, you ready? He said, uh, live within your means. Don't go into deep debt. Live within your means. Buy low, sell high. And I was like, okay, this guy's just working me here. And then he said the third thing, and I've never forgotten this. He said, if you're standing in line, you're probably in the wrong place. So if you're, if you're with the crowd, if you're standing in line, if you're doing what everybody else is doing, you're probably in the wrong place to really uh, have wealth, have freedom, have, have options, have influence. Well, our guest today is a guy who is definitely not standing in line with the rest of the crowd. As a matter of fact, um, it took me a while, even after we were friends, to really get my head kind of around what he has done to build a tremendous business. Uh, a wonderful fortune, a lifestyle and a cash flow that gives him uh, opportunities to do kind of whatever he wants to do, take on whatever projects he wants and ignore what he doesn't. 
and to do things to help lots and lots of people. You talk about an influencer, this is him. Our guest today is my good buddy, Scott Carson, founder, CEO of We Close Notes, and uh, uh, a great media talent. Scott, uh, welcome to The Unshackled Life. So glad to have you here, man. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. And I have to give you props. It's nice that you finally found a new best friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I think this one I'm hoping will be a little bit more, um, you, know, you know, tolerant of some of the some of my antics. But you guys, yeah, yeah, make sure they not run away like the other she's, ones. This is shocking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's she, she's she's uh, she's my best friend because she's tied to me. She's it's impossible for her to get away. I, I don't want to give her anyway. I'll just keep treating her with. Uh, and uh, keeping her with me anyway, but it's, it's uh, first of all, Scott is uh, Scott and I've um, we've done a lot of programs together. We've spoken at each other's events. We've um, Scott does these amazing uh, online workshops that we'll talk about in a little while. But um, we've done a lot of business together. So full disclosure, everybody that I'm going to have on here, um, I may or may not have done business with them. But the people that I'm uh, I've been bringing on so far. I mean, think about who I brought on. I brought on my wife the first week. I brought on. Bill Kelly, you know, the founder of WebMD and other cool companies uh, that's been my, my um, kind of my closest buddy since we were 14 years old. And then one of the, one of my great friends and, and, you know, Scott, you're a guy that I hold in such high esteem and this isn't casual. Like we've, we've been around with each other in a lot yeah. of situations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same here. Man. It's, it's, it's great. We do a lot of business. We have a lot of clients. We, I've referred a lot of clients to you because of the services that Lawfin provides, but uh, it, we're just buddies. I mean, we're, we, we, we enjoy it's what the great thing about I think truly being unshackled is you can hang out with the people you want to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. Do and do what you want to do. So I want to, let's talk about that a little bit. Cause I want to let them know a little bit about your story. And, um, and then I think as we go through this first segment before the first break, I'd really like to hear some of your, your background, your story, and then we'll start digging into some things that we can do to help people, um, I want to explain to them in the second segment kind of what, what you guys, you know, the, the way you're able to facilitate change. And then maybe we'll give them some tricks and stuff at the end, some, some ways that they can uh, start doing something different today sure. um, to help their life. But let's, let's tell us a little bit about your background. You can start, I don't know if you want to start at college or earlier than that, but tell us a little bit about how you got to getting into the business you're in. Yeah, no, no problem. I was like many. I graduated from college, uh, Southwest Texas State, which is just south of Austin, Texas. Austin's home for me. But I graduated from college in 01 with a business degree. Thought I'd go out and conquer the world. Uh, got married and was working as a as a, a financial planner, financial advisor, making decent money and making pretty good money. Actually, started out of college, almost six figures, and I got laid off. And in the time that before I got laid off, I was working. You know, I was dabbling in as a real estate investor because I'd gone to, you know, a program and saw those TV shows online and, you know, bought a couple properties, totally didn't know what the hell I was doing, lost my butt on those properties, especially when you go out of, when you get laid off from your job uh, and you're dealing with three empty properties, not just, you know, just not your primary one. And so fast forward a few years, uh, I pulled my assets out of a sling and started working back in <laughs> banking. And a buddy of mine came to me, start, uh, started a mortgage company and worked with a couple of real estate entrepreneurs that were traveling the country and teaching creative real estate investing and they need some help. And so I chased my dream, went out on a limb, let go of uh, the rail of my secure job and um, at Chase and uh, started doing mortgages. We launched a mortgage company and I started doing some creative real estate investing and um, 
you know, then the dark days of the mortgage industry hit in 2008, 2009. And lucky for me, I kind of saw the writing on the wall with the you know, mortgage company and the subprime mortgages going, going south. So I stepped away from the mortgage company and I started buying debt. Okay, so hold on. So hold on. So you you were a lot of us dabble in real estate, right? Yeah. A lot of us kind of goof around with real estate, and so, um, and I think everybody kind of if you've ever purchased a home or you know known had a family member purchase a home, you kind of have a sense of you know you find a place you like and you go out and you buy it. And then a lot of people think, oh, maybe we should um, get a couple of rentals, and so they yeah. go and they find some rentals and they they um, go to the mortgage company and and uh, figure that part out. And and so, you'd lost your 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 backside. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, uh, you you were dabbling in real estate, and you started talking. Now you said something about it. you started to look into buying debt. So explain exactly what what do you mean by buying debt? So everybody's familiar with having a mortgage, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. got a, a first mortgage or a second mortgage on their house. Well, there's a many people when that's when they get a mortgage from the bank or from their local mortgage banker. Usually a letter comes in the mail about a month later that their mortgage has been sold. Like one bank has bought their mortgage. You know, their sure. mortgage has been sold. Well, that also happens on on a regular basis on a smaller scale on the secondary market with smaller investors. I guess you could just like myself and, and a bunch of other people out there. We actually buy that debt uh, for cash flow or we buy what I like. I, I buy non-performing debt, uh, people that haven't paid their mortgage in a year, two years, three years, four years. And so I can buy that debt at a substantial discount for, you know, 30, 40, 50 cents in the dollar. Yeah. It's a whole, but hold on, hold on. So, okay. Yeah. So you just said you'd lost your butt yep. and you uh, dabbling around and, and yep. you'd lost your business job. You, you'd been dabbling around yep. and, um, and then you start buying debt like a bank. So, I mean, how does, I mean, wouldn't you have to be rich to do that? I mean, wouldn't you need to have, no, no, I mean, wouldn't not- you need to have a million, maybe not a million, but half a million dollars or something enough well, that, to buy a piece of property? That would be helpful. I was very fortunate enough that for like three years between when I lost my job and I was in the mortgage industry that I had a mentor that really kind of helped me understand the, the debt game and, and the buying the debt. So I had somebody kind of taught me the ropes uh, of what was going on in the industry. And then when yeah. everything hit the, in the fan in 08, 09, that was a windfall and a huge opportunity to dive into it because there was so much of it. You know, so you could you could find it, but other people, you, the mentor could help you find financing for it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot, of, plenty of private money app uh, out there for for stuff like this. So okay, so you you can get into the you can get into. I just want to be super clear because sure. I, I don't want anybody to feel excluded. So I, what I'm trying to be, well, I've learned from hearing stories of your your um, partners, your students, is that you really it, it's nice to have some money, but yep. you don't have you don't have to have a lot of money to get started doing this, what you have to do is be able to, to get your, your hands dirty finding the deals. Yeah, because that's the biggest thing. There's plenty of investors out there who have money sitting on the sidelines, not making them anything, either in mm-hmm. a you know certificate of disappointment, making them <laughs> 1%, you know, a 401k that's dropped down to a 101k. You know, there's there's things <laughs> that people aren't, aren't making anything. And, and there's a lot of real estate investment clubs out there that people go to who want to invest but they're too scared to pull the trigger or they can't find the deals. And so if you find the deals uh, in this situation, the deal is the pot of gold. You know, and you've heard the story about the man who has the gold makes the rules. Yeah. Well, in this scenario, the, the man with the deals is the man with the gold. Sure. So, of- so you started, so you started dabbling in this and you had a mentor. So what, yeah. so you went from losing your butt and, yeah. and 
So, and what year are we in now? When you're when you're just kind of getting going in this project? When I uh, started in buying debt in two thousand eight is when I started creating. So it's not yeah. very long. It's nine years ago. It's not that long ago. Okay, no, dur- but during the crash. Yep, and then the crash happened, and um, I got I stopped doing multiple things. Like I was many people, like you said, I was dabbled a little bit in real estate. I had a mortgage company. I was running. I was doing you know, some landlords, some rentals, and then everything hit the fan. And I was like, what am I making the most amount of money at? What has the most potential for me? And like you said, if, if you're staying in line, you're in the wrong line. Well, all the other real estate investors are running away. Oh, my God, the market, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. And I'm like, mm, there's, blood in the, there's blood in the water here. I see an opportunity to make some money. And so I jumped um, – just jumped in full, full, you know, both feet. Jumped into the deep end of the pool and uh, started buying stuff, one-off deals here and there. And you know, I bought a, a house in Detroit that I paid five hundred dollars for. That I sold it for scrap for two thousand the next day. Okay, <laughs> hold on, wait, wait, wait. You mean yeah. like scrap, like tore it down and sold it for scrap? Yes, like seriously, sell the copper, everything, the scrap, total scrap. Sell the copper. You know. Sell any wood that's any good. Sell the cabinets out of it or whatever. Are you kidding? No, 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 at all. And then I bought, you know, I got a note from uh, an apartment complex and I flipped that in 24 hours to another investor for 35 grand and started, that was like, okay, I can do this. I can, I just, you know, made 35 grand in 24 hours flipping a deal, <laughs> it, which is great. I wish they were all like that that fast, but started it, just started sharing my success stories, um, you know, online and it, it kind of led to where I'm in today because it's, it's definitely changed and, uh, um, it's been, we've had a lot of fun at a lot of interesting things, but it, it led to the point where we're at today for the most part. So you, so you're learning and it's, it's always true, right? If when you're hot, when you're doing something and people, and like you said, we're, you're not standing in line with everybody. You're doing something that, you know, if you're in the note buying or the debt buying business, maybe it seems like, you know, a lot of people in that industry, but I'll tell you what, um, Almost everybody that I know that does that, I've met because of you. And so this is not something that my friends, family, you know, people that I, I don't read stories about it, right? This is, a, this is a small, intrepid group of people that are going out and saying, we could do this. And, we, and I guess you have to have a kind of a um, certain, I don't know. A, Gunslinger mentality? Yeah, I, don't want, I didn't want to say just guts, but I mean, there's something about saying, tell you what, I'll give you $500 for that house. You know, and um, I mean, you have to be willing to say things that you might think other people would be oh, yeah. put off by a little bit. Like, or I, uh, I had, I'll give you an example. I called one, but I was calling around, calling banks directly, and I got told no 54 times before I got my first yes from a bank that they would sell to me. Oh, and, interesting. So they yeah. didn't want to talk to you at all. No, I mean, no, they were like, oh, no, we don't want to sell to you. You're too small. You're brand new. We need to sell to somebody else. And, I said, okay. So I just kept dialing for dollars and eventually that, that no turned to a yes. It was a company in Houston. We ended up flipping a, a portfolio of, of mortgages in Houston. And uh, I had a couple partners on the deal. We ended up splitting a $250,000 commission. I walked away. My part was 50 grand for kind of helping put the deal together. So, so okay. So when you're feeling, when you're hot and, and you're doing things that are interesting and yep. people hear these numbers, bought a house for 500 bucks, made $35,000 in a day, flipping an apartment complex, you know, brokered a deal, made 50 grand. I mean, all of a sudden when you're making the money that a lot of people make in a year and you're making it in one deal or in one day, then yeah, people want to start talking to you. And I bet at first you had a ton of people just 
calling up saying, Hey Scott, you know, can I, can I get 30 minutes of your time? Or, you know, can, you know, can I just talk to you for five minutes? But, uh, that you came started- after that, that little came after people called me a liar or called me mm. crazy. You can't do that. My mom, when are you going to get a real job? You know, so I had plenty, I even had a guy that I mentored with try to sell me out to somebody else or decided to work with somebody else versus me. And it was just a, so I had basically everybody that was in my corner go against me. And I said, no, I don't, I believe in my faith. I believe in myself and, and we've gone a different route, obviously. Yeah. Boy, isn't that, isn't that interesting? And, and guys, as you're listening to this story and it's just going to get more and more interesting as this, as we go along here today with uh, Scott Carson, but, uh, it, it's so common that you get going, you get started, you have some success, and then people around you, some people celebrate you, but a lot of other people will come back and get frustrated with you. They'll get, they'll start to push back. It's like what you're doing, somehow they start to feel threatened by your success. And, and I tell you, almost every successful entrepreneur I've ever met, Scott, ends up in that cave. In the hero's journey, they end up in the cave, they're facing the dragon, and I, I had never heard that about you. So I'm, I, guys, we're here with Scott Carson, the uh, founder, CEO of We Close Notes. I'll tell you all about how you can learn more about how, uh, Scott and the cool things he's doing. But uh, we're going to get ready to go to break. This is Aaron Young, The Unshackled Life. We're on the Influencer Channel here on Voice America Radio. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. <music> Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast-track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5792. 
1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to the Unshackled Life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Unshackled Life. It's Aaron Young. You're talking today with Scott Carson of We Close Notes. Now, Scott, you've become kind of the, um, uh, from everything I can tell, you're involved with some of the most uh, significant real estate events that go on around the country. And it's, again, it's because you became kind of the super stud leader of in this buying debt. And, and uh, not only were you having wild success personally, you know, the, your own portfolio, but people, they always want to learn from the person who's winning. So what what made you go from being an investor and kind of building your own fortune to saying, you know, I'm willing to be a teacher to people? What was the motivation for that? Uh, the motivation, first and foremost, was just kind of self-serving. It was I was literally getting these lists of assets from banks on properties all across the country. So I, in 2010, I sold everything, my house, all the furniture, all the extra stuff. I literally got rid of all the trappings except my dog, who was my best friend, still is. <laughs> and we jumped in my truck and we drove cross country basically for three years, just going and meeting with banks and looking at assets and buying real estate and then starting to speak on it, going to local investment clubs, meeting local investors, and l- really kind of building a nationwide network on a grassroots effort. Because uh, you got to remember, this is all before really Facebook was big, before LinkedIn was where it's at, and, and Meetup and things like that out there. So literally going out and building this huge network across the country where I could feed deals to people so I could make money and close more deals. And it helped me raise more capital uh, to buy bigger portfolios of these assets. And it, you know, people started coming to me and say, hey, can you teach me? Can you teach me? And so we started teaching workshops on it and um, started doing really well that way. Yeah, well. so okay. So we, we you know, we've heard the story about Mark Cuban eating ketchup, you know, while he was trying to get his thing going. We've yep. heard, we've heard all these stories about people who've, who've put it all on the line. You know, and they, they seem like great urban legends or either they're mythic kind of stories. But listen, you know, you said something and went on to talk about speaking and, and teaching. But I don't want people to lose the fact that you said, "Hey, there's an opportunity here. I'm going to sell my home, sell my stuff, get in my, I don't know." I know you drive a truck now. I don't know if you're driving yep. a truck. Get my truck, pickup truck. truck, and I'm going to go for three years and be, uh, you could say homeless, you could say gypsy, you could say traveling uh, minister, you could say whatever you want. Right. But it's, uh, but I mean, who's, look at, folks, I want you to know, people, people come to me all the time and say, how do I become unshackled? I want to be unshackled. I want to have money. I want to have freedom. But it never comes because there's some magic pixie dust it always starts from having the guts to go all in on what you're doing. You know, when I started, or not started, when I bought Laughlin Associates, you know, all these years ago now, and it was in such rough shape, I mean, I had to leave my family and be down in, in you know, leave Portland, go to Reno and be there uh, four and a half days a week, every week for a couple of years to get the ship righted. Scott Carson saw an opportunity and said, yeah, other people can hang around and, and dabble. I'm going to go become really successful. And so I just didn't, I, the, the fact that you got in your car and went for three years and just traveled without, um, you know, having to hurry home and mow the grass or watch your favorite TV show or whatever says so much about it. So, and that's a, that you can tell that to people all you want, 
it's hard to get it's hard to find very many people that will actually do that. Is that true? It's totally true. I mean, a lot of people don't like the idea of getting rid of distractions. And that's what what I did is I literally got just got rid of distractions where I just focused on one thing and one thing only. And it was going to be a one-year thing around baseball season. It started April, so I was in tour the country and try to go to every Major League Baseball park because I could. I was now divorced. I didn't have any kids except Princess the Dog. And uh, it just grew into things where people like, hey, they started seeing the stuff that I was posting in the videos and the, the mention on Facebook and LinkedIn and that stuff. And it just led to people reaching out to me, and it was basically nonstop for three years. Um, before I came back to Austin and said, okay, I got to take a little time. And, and, and cause I bought a lot of stuff. I said, I got to take a little time off the road to focus on what I've, I've bought and, and, uh, get that stuff rocking and rolling. So, so you're out there, you're, you're on this rock star baseball stadium tour, mm-hmm. basically, you know, and you're meeting people, you're speaking at uh, real estate investment association, you know, real estate clubs, investor clubs, you're becoming well-known, you're having success. People say, I want to jump in. I want you to teach me. So you started teaching classes and I don't know when I met you in that, in that evolution, but you were doing a ton of live events. Is that right? That's like correct. how many we're live doing, events? We were at, you going to four to five big conference. No, I should take that back. More like seven to eight large conferences and then hosting like six to seven um, you know, hotel-based workshops a year. So over about about one a month. You know, yeah, one which plus is a month. grind, right? That's a yeah. grind. Yeah, totally. It's a, and it, did you have a big team, or were you trying to do this with a small group of people? We did this with a small group of people. I had a couple different assistants, or I would find somebody locally uh, to help me out with it. But it, it was going from a speaking gig and having people sign up for it to go into another speaking gig, and then trying to. Uh, you know, continue to market to my existing database and grow that stuff. It was, I eventually at some point felt like I was a plate spinner, you know, yeah, I was so guy many in the middle of the circus spinning five, five, six plates at a time. Yeah. Putting on events is no, nothing for the faint of heart anyway. And no. if you're, if you're hosting, you know, uh, basically every, every, uh, what'd you say? Six times a year or something like that. And a lot of small things. Some, I, the first one I went to was at, at the Anaheim convention center is a pretty big group. Yep. Um, and so, I mean, that's, that is a, I mean, that's a, that's a job. Yep. It, had, so yep. what, what happened? Like, did, cause I know, I know you still do some teaching, but you what, what happened inside of you when you, when you said, man, I, this thing's starting to own me. Well, it became, it started, like I said, it came to own me. I started getting my health started to fade. I was getting mm. sick all the time. I didn't feel good. It didn't, it wasn't fun anymore, you know? Yeah, and I yeah. always promised myself earlier on that I would never do something that I did not enjoy. And well, it, it, that's what, that's what it evolved into. It became a monster. It was the doctor, uh, you know, it wasn't, it was Mr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll and Hyde, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it, everything looks great on the outside, but inside things are really getting tough. Yeah. And my gosh, is it, don't you hear that story from people all the time that come and work with you, that their life is, oh, somebody else owns them. Yep. Somebody else owns them. We don't, we don't want to have that happen, guys. That's why we, and that's why we bring people like Scott on to, so you can listen to this, the, there's not, it's not magic. It takes work, but it's intentional work. It's making huge sacrifices, like selling your stuff and going on the road. And then it's also figure out how you learn from what you're going through. And we're going to hear about how Scott has evolved and the people he's helped and how you can get uh, a little, little taste of the magic that Scott has uh, figured out after we get back from the next break. This is Aaron Young here on the Unshackle Life 
on the Influencer Radio Channel, Voice America Network. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you're looking to grow your business, enjoy fascinating relationships, achieve your goals, and find hope in a seemingly hopeless world, you'll want to tune into Coffee with Christy. Host Christy Dryling and her incredible guests have a frank and open discussion every week. Think of it as a time to meet with your mentors, get the motivation you need, and remove the obstacles one hour at a time. Coffee with Christy is heard live every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Influencers. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to The Unshackled Life. Talking today with Scott Carson, founder CEO of We Close Notes. Uh, he's just talking about his... Uh, uh, the way that he put it all on the line, you know, uh, back about uh, during the recession, actually sold everything, went on the road, became really one of the leading note uh, investing, buying debt, selling debt gurus with uh, uh, just thousands and thousands of people. I think, Scott, what did you tell me on the break? We had like eight or nine hundred videos that are out there on YouTube that people can find. Yeah, we, that, or you had a huge YouTube channel. We did have a huge YouTube channel of all this original stuff from years ago, and then it got shut down. And we've got it; we've brought it back up and recorded a lot more in the last couple of years. And so we're over eight hundred or over nine hundred videos on Vimeo and YouTube right now. What's the YouTube so, channel? How would they find the YouTube channel? Just go to uh, just go to YouTube.com/slash We Close Notes, or yeah, if they just do a search for We Close Notes in YouTube, it'll pop up the YouTube channel. Yeah, so. so so, you know, when I met you, Scott, it was in a room full of, I mean, I met you at, at, a, at an event mm-hmm. at our buddy Greg Reed, who's actually got a channel or a show here on Influencer Network. Uh, we were both there. You were actually um, 
Uh, I think you were in a, a tutu and some uh, coconuts over your. I lost life. a bet to Greg, so yeah, I wore a tutu and angel wings one day, <laughs> and the next day was coconuts and a Hawaiian lace skirt. So yeah, uh, and I, I was a sponsor of the event too, so that went really well. So yeah, so everybody knew you, and everybody loves it when somebody can, you know, say uh, not only lose a bet but take it, take the joke. But I met you. Uh, are you invited me to come? And and I, I came and talked about some of the, the. Um, Stuff that we do at Lawful Associates, corporations, LLCs, how to properly organize your your business for real estate investing. And uh, I started meeting your people. And what struck me was so many interesting stories of these these people that were following you that came from all kinds of backgrounds. Um, but they were they were all so enthusiastic about not like not like at a a Tony Robbins or some kind of, and I, and I mean, obviously Tony Robbins is doing a lot of great things. I'm just saying it wasn't just a lot of hype. They were like excited, like the, like the light bulb had come on a little bit for them and they were going to go try to learn how to do what you were doing and you were showing them the way. So what could you give, just give us a couple of examples of, um, of how people's lives have been affected by this. Cause as a teacher, You've done great things. So just, do you have a couple of stories that might be sort of inspiring for the listeners? Yeah, I mean, well, there's there's two types of teachers out there. And, and you use the word guru, which I, I hate that word because I think of gurus a lot of times these people that will sell you on something, sell you on something, and sell you on something, and they're not actually walking the walk. You know, they're mm, talking okay. the talk, but they're not walking the walk. And What's a better word? What's a better word than just I would just say I would say expert. I would say expert. industry expert. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I that's that okay. better. Yeah, and I always I was very fortunate to have this mentorship for a couple of years initially, and so I always promised that hey, when I got to where I was going, I was going to give people the tools to actually succeed, and so I think that's what kind of separates how I teach versus a lot of the other industry experts out there is that a lot of people teach to pitch, pitch to a higher sales price, to a higher coaching thing. I'm not a big fan of that. I like to give people the nuggets. Uh, and the actual tools to succeed and, and share with them, hey, here's what you have to do. Let's not blow any smoke up your skirt. Let's tell you exactly what you got to do. Let's get roll up our sleeves and go to work uh, if you really want to do this because it's not it's not the easiest thing, but it's also – it's not there's not that much competition. It's a little bit different. So I have shared that over years, and it's amazing seeing people close on their first deal and make their first you know check you know, or they were able to leave their job. We got a guy, Wayne Snell out of Dallas, who – uh, was shackled to his job. He actually had equity in the company. It was growing and he's working 70, 80 hours a week and, tr- you know, traveling internationally and putting on these big events for his, his company. He didn't hate it. He, he absolutely hated it. And wow. over the last three years, uh, actually two years, because uh, he celebrated his one year anniversary of leaving his job. Mm. Uh, and he's closed on over 300 deals. I'm so proud of Wayne. In two years. Uh, in two years, because he stuck to it. He worked at night. He worked on the weekends. We would schedule conference calls late at night when he was leaving the restaurant from his regular job with you know, whining and dining and going back to the hotel to, to work due diligence or ask a question. Um, you've got the likes of, golly, there's so many. Uh, Liz Broomer-Smith, who uh, was a kindergarten teacher in, in Florida, you know, young 30-something, uh, husband's a bartender. She enjoyed teaching but was never going to make a lot of money doing that. Just regular, and, regular working, awesome people yep. who have gone, gotten an education. Yep. They're trying to follow the rules, but they're realizing they're, I, I'm never going to advance very far like this. 
Exactly. Her first deal, we helped her move a deal. She made eight grand on flipping a property to another investor. And we helped her find. So that would have taken that's three months of salary for yeah, what she would wow. have made as, as a private school teacher. Now she's left her job and is a full time investor. And she, her and her husband just bought an RV and are traveling across the country and having fun doing that. Um, there's the likes of Robbie Woods. He's a uh, Robbie's a buddy of mine. He was actually a deadbeat borrower of mine. And so wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by tell us that story? So. I bought a note on a, a townhome in Orlando, a first mortgage, and this guy, Robbie Woods, was the borrower. He's, he hadn't paid his mortgage in two years. So he's living in the townhome you bought the, the note for. Yeah, but actually, him and his buddy bought this as a college home a property, and then the market went south, and so it was maybe worth 50 grand. He owed over 200 on it, oh. and he just walked away from it. And so we bought this note for nickels on the dollar and tracked him down. And Lily let him sign the property over to us, and he walked away. And about six months later, he called me up. He's like, who's this guy you know, that did this? Who's this guy that reached out to me and property? So he, he Googled me, found some videos online, watched some videos, called me up. was like, hey, man, I'm not, I'm not a bad guy. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> You've had bad, everybody's had bad things. I've been in your shoes before. He's like, I really love to come to one of your workshops. And I was on the West Coast teaching a class in San Francisco in like a week or two. And I was like, well, come on up. And he was living in L.A. at the time. So him and his dad flew up, and they went through the workshop. And they, they signed up. And um, he had bought his first year. His goal was to buy over a million dollars in debt. And he's accomplished that now. So now he's doing amazing things. He's not just buying debt. He's doing some development projects. He's traveling Spends about half the year traveling internationally and, and doing deals remotely. And he also runs a very successful note investing podcast as well. But, uh, you know, th- those are just stories that, I mean, you know, I could go on and on about people. So basically making- from deadbeat, foreclosed on guy. But he said, see, he was thinking, though, see, that's the cool thing about Robbie Wood is that he was going, who who was this guy? And how did this guy get a hold of my note? Yep. And, then, and then I freaking signed it over to him, got me out of debt, but... Yep. Who who has the guts to do that? I keep wanting to use a different word. Who has the swagger to do that? Um, and he had enough humility to say, "Come, you know, I'd like to learn from you because maybe I could do that." And so you say now he's he could do he can work from around the world. He can travel yep. around wherever he wants to go. Uh, I mean, talk about unshackled and do deals and continue to do deals because the internet is magic for us. Like, yeah, it is. So you've, he actually you've, he actually ended up buying that condo back for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's poetic oh right. my gosh so so you so you're having all this success as a teacher right you've got yep. you've got these stories these are heartwarming stories they're they're obviously you you know you're doing good things and now as you're teaching these people you're obviously getting paid to teach them right they're paying to come to an event or whatever yes, right sir. i'm not saying getting rich but you're no. Yeah, I mean, I make more money doing real estate deals, but yeah, they were coming in and it's, you know, they're, they're paying for my time. You know, they're coming in either, I was either spending four days with them one-on-one, really helping them out with stuff, or they come to Austin and hang out for a couple of days. At one point, I was traveling so much teaching people because I used to go out and spend four days one-on-one with them, you yeah. know, to really kind of kick kickstart their business and to make sure, but you can only do so many of those in a year, you know, especially when you're one-on-one like that. And you know, when you're teaching workshops at the same time and teaching one-on-one, as I said earlier before, I was a total slave to my business, slave to my to the uh, the education, slave to the, the business. It wasn't fun, and I had to change something. I mean, I was, I, I was in, invoking change in people's lives. I need to turn around and invoke change in my own life, too. Yeah, see, and I bring it up, Scott, because I've met a lot of people who are, who, you know, 
uh, put in the air quotes around entrepreneurs, right? right? They're doing something and they're and they're getting paid and some, maybe they're making a lot of money, maybe they're not making very much money. Matter of fact, most of them are not making very much money, but right. they feel like the the sort of the um, the benevolence, I guess, of them helping these people should almost like be payment enough and they should be they should be satisfied because look at these wonderful heartwarming stories that they get to be part of and I mean I've been guilty of that I you know I've I've been in a situation where I thought why well, I, I can't I can't charge somebody to just teach them like you know the basics of what I've learned how to do to to build these companies you know that's a lot of the time this is real emotional stuff and I can't be having this emotional experience with somebody and say I can't really cry with you till I get your visa number you know and so there's a lot of people that they kind of create this this um this wall or this this um, yep. mental blockage that says, uh, I have to keep doing this, whether or not it's good for me, because it's I see that it's good for other people, and they somehow are getting some emotional um, payment for hanging in, but yet their own, like you were talking about, your health, their time, their their financial situation starts to languish because they're they're getting so much juice from helping you know, other people. And I I think a lot of times that that people get in that situation, they let themselves get in that situation because of actually insecurity. They like that. They like the feeling they're having, but they don't have the confidence to, uh, to say, I need to, I need to do this differently. So Mm -hmm. you were getting to that place. You said your health was suffering. So what kind of, what did you decide had to change from all these live events, all this travel, all this one-on-one, what did you decide had to happen? Well, I look back at what was the biggest bang for my buck. First and foremost was all doing a lot of the videos and the webinars that we would do every Monday night. And we decided, you know what, let's do a virtual event. Let's try to use this technology and be smart about what we're doing. And let's try to do, a, let's do an online event. Let's do not a hotel event. Let's give it a try. You know, not 30 hey, minutes or an hour. You're talking about a, a day or a couple of days? I was talking about doing a three-day event online, you know, nine to five. Let's see if we can get speakers in. You know, let's see if we can do this and if people would show it. Let's let's try to go, you know, like Kevin Costner in uh, – what's the movie? If you build it, they will come. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dreams. Feel the dreams. Feel the dreams. Yes. Let's see if they'll show up. And so – and and did, did they show up? The first time – we averaged about 75 people at a workshop. First time we did it, we had 75 people show up. And we said, heck with the, the, the hotel workshops. Let's go. We found what we needed to do and let's go that route. All right. So, once again, folks, once again, this is gold coming to you from Scott Carson of We Close Notes. Once again, first he gets in his truck and drives around for three years. Then he says, I'm going to quit doing these live hotel events. I'm going to do. I'm going to do virtual. People start showing up again, getting out of line, doing something different, and and becoming wealthy and a leader, influencing more and more people by doing something different. We'll be back after this break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you're looking to grow your business, enjoy fascinating relationships, achieve your goals, and find hope in a seemingly hopeless world, you'll want to tune into Coffee with Christy. Host Christy Dryling and her incredible guests have a frank and open discussion every week 
Think of it as a time to meet with your mentors, get the motivation you need, and remove the obstacles one hour at a time. Coffee with Christy is heard live every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Influencers. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to The Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are tuned into The Unshackled Life. To reach the show today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-472. 5795. Again, that's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to Aaron at AaronScottYoung.com. Now, back to the Unshackled Life. Well, he's standing here uh, looking out the window from the uh, library. We have a, a whole area of the house that's a, a library, and I've got my remote studio set up here looking out at the beautiful Pacific Ocean along the Oregon coast. We, um, uh, we built this house back about 15 years ago and loved to come down here and um, spend uh, at least the end of June and, and all through July, which is exactly what Michelle and I are doing uh, right now. This place, uh, we call it the Great Escape because this is, a, this is one of our happy places in the world. And, and I got to tell you, it's, it's because of making some hard choices early in life and paying a price. And we've been talking for the hour with my buddy Scott Carson, and he's told us several things that he did where it looked like things were against him. The business was, first of all, he was, lost his corporate job. He he lost, you know, the, he got going, going in debt, and then the people that were working with him kind of, you know, turned their backs on him, and he was kind of on his own, so he sells everything and goes on a three-year, um, you know, Johnny Appleseed <laughs> trip, planting <laughs> his apple trees, you know, uh, building something to start producing for him in the future, uh, becomes a, a absolutely undisputed expert um, in this uh, buying debt, the buying um, non-performing real estate debt, these notes, um, builds up a wonderful, wonderful business where he's got hundreds, maybe thousands of students. I mean, I, I don't have any idea what the numbers are, but there's a lot of people that follow you, tons of people that follow you. And, um, uh, and then it's taken a toll on his life. So he says, I gotta, I gotta change it up again. So guys, there's, there's, uh, you'll hear me say this a lot, but I love the expression, no matter how far you've gone down the wrong road, turn back or no, no matter how far you've gone down a certain road, if it's not serving you, then you've got to change something. But most people don't have the guts 
to change. Scott, how many times have you been told that you were just wrong? Like this was a <laughs> stupid idea. A lot. <clears throat> uh, uh, a lot initially when I decided to do the uh, the, the virtual online events and, ask, and go 100% to that. I had my sales staff tell me, oh, you, that's never going to work. You know, mm. the people I had, uh, people in the industry, well, good luck with that. You know, um, just people that were like, that's never going to work. And now, you know, we've. I knew it was going to take some time to do that. I had put a year, a two-year transition period for it to be effective. Now we have those same people that said no are coming back. They're like, well, can we work with you again? Would you yeah, can how, we be how, a part of that? You know, Teach me how to do it. How many yeah. people at your last event or, you know – I know I, I I think I missed one because I was out of the country or something. But a couple of times ago, um, you had a the event that I participated in. You had a uh, more than seventy five people. How how what are you what are you averaging now? People that are that are signing up and paying for this event to to do these these what are they four three or four day long? Three day. We've got a couple of different things. We got we do four virtual workshops just on notes that are three days, and we we're averaging one hundred and fifty seven people. Um, for that. And, and the, the beautiful thing is when I used to do a hotel event, I would only count on 60% of the people showing up. So if a hundred paid only 60 would show up. Well, with the virtual events, we have a 90% attendance ratio. And so I'll have 150, 160 people that are paid for it and we'll have 90% of them show up and that, you know, they're watching from their home, their office, the pool, the beach, um, their laptops, some, some download the videos really fast and watch them while they're traveling. But it, it just blows me away. We have people from 110 countries that watch this stuff. And, you know, like the last one we just, we had somebody in Israel and Italy and New Zealand and, and Australia and London and Canada and Mexico watching that were tuned in for three right. days. It's crazy. And the, United, the United States is a great place to invest. And there's opportunity for people all over the world. And, you know, I, I'll tell you, as, as somebody who has, put on lots and lots of live events over my career. I mean, to put 150 people in a, in a hotel is, is no easy feat unless you really have, unless you give some kind of a really, really grand promise uh, and then charge very little money. But to get people who could actually participate and do what you're teaching, uh, I mean, that, that's a great feat. And so if you've got, if people can do it from their home, and I'll tell you what, guys, about live events, um, anymore, there's such a proliferation of free information online um, and a growing uh, number of things like Scott's describing of paid training online that you, if you're going to do a live event, if you want somebody to get in an airplane and buy a hotel room and eat out at restaurants for several nights in a row, I mean, I'll tell you what, you better be doing something pretty darn life-changing. They have to have something that they believe they can't get mm-hmm. by going to the magic Google you know, or the magic YouTube. And so right. you learned that stuff. So you've, you've converted, you're doing, you're doing this stuff now. So tell me what, what does life look to you? We've got about four minutes. And so tell me about um, what, what's life looking like now. And as people, if people have heard this and as they've become inspired, you know, what should they be thinking about? And, and uh, we will wrap up in a few minutes. We can tell them how they could, you know, maybe find out when your next live event is or whatever. Sure. So it's different. I'm I'm in the gym four days a week, which is nice. I mean, I I still have an office. It's it's literally about two blocks from my house, and my gym is across the highway here. Literally, I could hit it with a three iron if I wanted to. So it's <laughs> nice to be home, wake up in my own bed, see my dog, uh, go to the gym every day at noon. You know, it's it 
eat better, get my health back on, um, redevelop local friends, you know, um, do what I want. I mean, I don't have to worry about my travel being such a big thing. If I want to go to Aruba for the weekend, I can jump on a plane. If I want to go to the Dominican or I want to go to the, on a seven day cruise, I can do that now and things will still run fine. I can still jump on a call or teach from wherever. And that's, you know, I still work my butt off. I, I mean, I'll be in the office till nine o'clock tonight because it's Monday's always a very busy day for us. But it, it's it's I don't dread it. I love what I do now. I fell back in love with the note game, and that's that's huge. You know, it also personalized allowed me to date, have a steady relationship. You know what I mean? Versus jumping from city to city, it not very uh, that doesn't work very well for you know trying to have any resemblance of a relationship. But it's uh, life is sweet again, and. You know, we've helped make a lot of people that couldn't travel, you know, or couldn't afford the out to really be able to to learn what we teach and, and change their lives as well. And that's just as rewarding. Yeah, you know, folks, the idea of being unshackled in your life is not about being retired and just sitting on a beach. It's not about um, being, you know, in some way like checking out of of the game, checking out of, of um, business, checking out of society. It's not about um, it's not about having a specific kind of a relationship, but it is about having relationships that serve you and help you grow and be happy. And listening to Scott and and I mean I I've had the the pleasure of uh, meeting his uh, sweetheart uh, Stephanie and and uh, being out you know different places with him. And you'd really I mean your life would be really a lot thinner, a lot um, less joyful. Without that chance to to hang out with staff or to or to or to go and, and do the job, I mean, I've watched you just brighten up from as awesome as you were in that tutu, you know, and the angel wings. Uh, I've seen you. I've seen that life just brighten up. So, if people want to, if people are listening, going, I don't know if this is too good to be true, but it sounds freaking awesome. How can they find you? How can they plug into you? What's the best way to reach and get a little Scott uh, Carson uh, pixie Easy. dust? Two ways to reach us very easy. You can just go to weclosenotes.com. Weclosenotes.com, just as it sounds. You opt into the website there. If you'd like some tr- free videos or training to learn a bit more about what we do, very easy. You just pull out your text, your uh, cell phone and text the words notes, N-O-T-E-S, either uppercase or lowercase, doesn't matter, to the phone number 72000. So notes to 72000, and it'll send you some links for some free training. 72,000, is that what you said? Yeah, three zero, 72,000. 72,000. All right. Well, Scott, listen, thanks for being here today. Thanks for being thanks on for the Unshuckle Life. Thanks for being a not only a great friend, but a great example of what I'm trying to teach people to do and why we want to do this show and why we want to let people know uh, it's not it's not easy. You have to make a commitment. You might have to do some things that other people think are a little bit wacky and crazy, but you can live the life you want to live if you have the guts to do it. And you've, you've been such a great example of that. That's what we're going to be talking about every Monday at one o'clock Pacific, four o'clock Eastern, and then replays all through the week, guys. Join us here. Tell your friends, share the podcast, share the message, and join us again next Monday at one o'clock Pacific here on the Unshackled Life, on the Influencer Network here on Voice America Radio. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Unshackled Life. 
Be sure to join the unshackled owner, Aaron Scott Young, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have a great week.